This episode was brought to you by Studio. Studio makes fashionable headphones that actually sound good. Use the discount code the other half to receive 15% off an order at studio.com. Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Sam. I watched the first half of Blues Brothers 2000. I watched the second half of Blues Brothers 2000. I, unfortunately, watched all of Blues Brothers 2000. <laughs> and this is, is the, the other, other half. half. This movie gave me the blues. Uh. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Yes! Holy shit! Hey, <laughs> hey, welcome to the podcast, Sam. Yeah, buddy. You've I'm been wanting to be on this podcast forever. Literally since before you started it. <laughs> and it shows you how fucking much you guys like me. This is the first fucking time you've had me on this podcast. Well, we wanted we wanted to bring you on for, I think, one of the worst movies we've ever seen. And you know what? Me too. <laughs> so, before we, we get into it, I yeah. just wanted to quickly... I like how you're taking control yeah, man, of the I'm podcast. Fucking, dude, this is great. Podcast, well, you know what? Sam. You fucking beta cucks. <laughs> fucking take this mic away from me. You won't. Right here. All right. It's so, my face it, not All right. All right. I'm too scared. There's an right. alpha in here. All right. So I've been I've been suggesting the fuck out of this podcast. Nope. It's a movie. <laughs> fuck. God damn it. We can't edit Cut it out. Cut that out. No, no we're not. <laughs> You've been suggesting this movie since the beginning. And the thing is, is beginning I, of the podcast. It, well, even since then, like before then, you were like, uh, we need to just watch this movie. We would hang out and watch movies. Yeah. And you're like, we need to watch this shitty movie. Let's waste yeah. everyone's time. Because <laughs> what, one of the big reasons is. I have always had a special attachment to the original movie, The Blues Brothers. It's the best. I grew up, you know, listening to music, playing music, and it just... Uh, it's and particularly watching, blues. And watching, like, that particular genre of, like, rye comedy, and just, like, The Blues Brothers when I was, you know, 11 or 12. Yeah. It, it was, like, two trains crashing into each other, and... <laughs> It was amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, usually no. what I think when I think of It was incredible, and I, I loved it, and I just had an attachment to it. It's been my favorite movie since I was like 12 years old, which I don't know if many people could say that. Yeah. Has it held Maybe up, Maybe that too? says something about, about me. <laughs> has it held up, though? The original? Yeah. Yeah. In mm. my opinion, yeah. It's very good. Yeah. I think at times, like, a new viewer feels its length, but, like, mm -hmm. yeah. the, the jokes are there. It's a it's a clean and movie. I think it's, that's another thing I want to mention, too, is, like, we've all seen this movie. Like, Ethan, I think, has seen it the least, but yeah. you've I've seen, seen it twice. Movie. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's it. all right. Yeah. yeah. It's not, I really it's not like my it. super cup of tea. It, I, I like it a lot. I, I think what I like about it the most, like you mentioned, is the right comedy. Yeah. The the story, although it's a little. What is right comedy? It's very. It's, it's it's comedy. Let me take. Let me handle this. Please do. It's in my opinion, and and if you disagree, Mike, I I I always think it's comedy that makes you smile instead of like belly laugh. I agree with that. Uh -huh. It's like comedy that you you you, go, huh. you recognize is humor and you you appreciate it. Yeah. Sort of like a a lot of comedy. It's sort of like Thirty Rock. So like not 30, funny. No, no, no. Funny, funny, but not like, oh, but you don't laugh at it. So it's not funny. Yeah, you said penis. <laughs> well, I think it's it's the difference between when you look at like the original Ghostbusters and the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like the original Ghostbusters is very wry. All yeah. the comedy comes from. Isn't like, that just called dry humor. Well, dry is another good yeah, word. Dry, for it as well. dry, yeah. they rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> kind of rhyme. Sort of. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I like a lot about the original Blues Brothers movie. Yeah. And so I, what I think I love about this film is how it's nothing like that. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 and and in the in the original, it's you know much like I, I said, uh, Thirty Rock. Yeah, well, it, it's very like joke a joke a minute or joke like every thirty seconds or something. Yeah, and like, this one they put no jokes in there's it. There's no jokes there's just oh, in yeah, it yeah, at yeah. all. Nothing yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, this movie shocked me as someone yeah. who loves. And this is the thing is like 
I love the Blues Brothers. I remember yeah. like renting it at Blockbuster. And when you go to Blockbuster, right next to it would be Blues Brothers 2000. And I yeah. would be like, one of these days I'm going to rent this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to love it. I'm sure I'm going to love it. Yeah. And um, obviously it's awful. But I just didn't realize to what lengths this movie was oh. going to be completely oh, yeah. different from the original. Yeah. Well, like, well, that's the thing is I haven't seen the first one so long. I was trying to piece together because there's a lot of callbacks to the first one. Yeah. And that's the joke. Is a joke is a callback. So I just see yeah. these people just talking to each other, and I'm like, I don't. What? That's the What's joke. The joke? Yeah. Oh. yeah. And the one one of the things is, uh, uh, I think they leave a lot of the exposition on the table from the first movie. Oh yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah. there's no establishment of who the band members are. Like, oh no, shit. like yeah. they're just there. They're just there, and it's like, hey, remember this guy? But it's like if you if it's like you, you haven't seen the first movie in a long time, then it's that could be confusing. But um, but yeah, the the other thing. I think you really, really, really miss John Belushi in this movie. I miss we'll, two, we'll get into this. When I miss we, two things. I miss three things. John Belushi. John Candy. Oh, yeah. John Candy. Yeah. John Candy. I was going to say Carrie Fisher. Right. And cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did yeah, not realize yeah. how much cocaine made that original movie there was, so fucking cool. There was cocaine in the budget. There was a cocaine budget. Like, <laughs> watching this movie, you realize this is the most saturated, made-for-kids kind of fucking movie yeah. based off a film that was, like, it was cocaine-fueled. It was, like, it, it, it was so wry and, right. like, and, like, dry and this movie is the complete polar opposite of it. Yeah. And it's fucking shocking uh, that both of these movies had the same director and writer. Yeah. 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 No. Mr. Uh, Landis. Mr. Dan John Landis. Aykroyd and John Landis. John both, Landis. Both those Fresh off the murder of <laughs> that one guy. Go. Well, you have to bring it up because watching this movie, there's yeah. like scenes of like crazy stunts. And I'm just sitting yeah. there like. Oh, nobody died. Oh, nobody died. Oh, nobody got killed by a helicopter that flew too it, close because someone said they should fly close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. letting people know who don't know about that. It broke the record for uh, cars crash. It did. Set by the first movie. And do you know what broke this one? G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys all look at Wikipedia? Yeah, yes, we, we did. did. <laughs> and IMDb. Because um, the, the, the other thing I want to bring up when we talk about this film is whose fault is this? You know, it can't I, just be Dan Aykroyd's fault. I saw conflicting things because oh, yeah. I saw that uh, that John Landis and Dan Aykroyd both hated the script. That's what I heard. But they both had sole writing credits. There was another producer, yeah. but the fucking producer didn't write the script. Yeah, but <laughs> I think what happened was from what I read, again, this is all on IMDb, it could all be all hearsay. Written the, by a 12 year old. Written by a 12 year old. The studio was like, we want this to be more kid friendly. We want it to be more fantasy driven, you know? And it's just like, that could just be something that somebody wrote on IMDb yeah. to try to make us feel better about the fact this, that Dan yeah. Aykroyd. I was going to say, is this on PG 13? Well, and that's funny, actually. Oh, I yeah. want to cut in. I want to cut in do. here. Please do. Because you, your half in particular, you could have watched it and thought, yeah, it's like for kids. Ethan's half, no. Yeah, I was. No. There's some stuff in there that I'm like, oh, yeah, no. Then yeah. you know what? Let's talk about this. All right, movie. let's talk about this. All right, movie. so let's talk about this, this plot because I cannot wait. I, Sam. What plot? Sam. <laughs> Good point. This is going to be really easy to talk about, Sam. I cannot wait to tell Ethan how this movie ends. All right. Because he's not going to believe it. And oh, I'm yeah. so, here's the other thing. I'm so glad you're here for this because if I were just saying the plot, Ethan would think I was fucking lying. No, no, yeah. yeah. But the he fact would that think that here, you were doing cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what this movie fucking needed. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. So, Ethan, go ahead and start us right. off. Uh, so, it starts off with 18 years later. And uh, I guess I assume, From what? I assume the first Booze Brothers. It literally yeah. shows like a shot. And then it's just like 18 years later. Yeah. The first one came out in 1980. This one came uh, out in 98. That makes sense. Mm. Um, but then why is it called 2000? 
Because it was fucking Y2K, man. Everyone was doing it. <laughs> Everyone was hype. It was like N64. Because you know why? Because this movie didn't work. Yeah. Y2K. <laughs> <laughs> it was not Y2K compliant. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's a blast from the past. Uh, so, movie. Um, oh, the first thing I wrote, how many people died trying to get this helicopter shot? All right. Um, <laughs> so you're the motherfucker that made the jump started. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a John Landis shade. So uh starts off with I'm like, man, look at this look at this. Look at all these actors that are in here. You got or not actors, I guess, magicians. There's like yeah. maybe King you in there. Legends. You mean Le- musicians? Legends. Musicians. He said a magician. I no, believe. magicians are in it too, you know. <laughs> Penn and Teller. That's about uh, it. David Copperfield. David Copperfield. David Copperfield. Uh, Chris Angel's in there. That guy, Angel. That, that guy who exposes all the magicians on the TV. <laughs> we never know who that the is. Mass magician. <laughs> Who's that one guy that like uh, stood on top of a pole for like three days and was like, oh, it's magic. Uh, David Blaine. Yeah. David Blaine. He, he did a thing where uh, he watched this movie and that was really hard for him. <laughs> <laughs> a real test of his endurance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, we got this this great song going. So it's cool. Song? And I'm like, all right. Is it the James Gunn theme? The song is John the Revelator, which is a, a classic, up classic. Uh, I think it was Sunhouse. Yeah, yeah. Originally yeah. recorded, but it's a classic, classic blues song. Comes up later in the classic. Too. Oh yeah, it's good. And you got Dan Aykroyd standing there waiting at the edge of the prison. Oh, just like the first movie. He gets let out. Yeah. But you know what? Who picked him up the first movie? That was uh, John Belushi. Jake, yeah. Joliet Jake Blues. But guess who's not there to pick him up this time? Uh, Joliet Jake Blues. You know why? Speedball. <laughs> <laughs> Too much cocaine. So cocaine both made the original and, and also ruined any, the, the, any yeah. sequel. And ruined the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. There you go, kids. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Also, uh, before we go any further, don't do cocaine, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Kids, uh, if you're listening, if you're listening, turn it off right now. <laughs> Not child appropriate. And yeah. also, don't do cocaine. Don't do cocaine. Cocaine isn't cool unless you lived in the 70s or 80s. Unless you're Eric Clapton, <laughs> who is in this movie. Who is in this movie. <laughs> oh, he and he's oh, stretched sh- like a middle-aged no, no, no. dad. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. He looks like a middle-aged dad fair, going I feel like to that's Universal how he Studios. Looks. This that's is even sad. Let's not. Yeah, go ahead. Anyway. So, um, the prison guy's like, oh, we should tell him that, you know, his buddy's dead. And oh, they come up. Do you, did you recognize who that prison no. guy was? I know who it is. Frank Oz. Oh. Voice of Yoda. And he's uh, Miss Piggy, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also was a fucking director? Yeah. He was the prison guard in the original. He was. He, uh-huh. uh... It was a funny scene. He gives uh, Joliet Jake a used condom, and it's it's not really a gag, but it's I don't know. I thought well, you know that's dry humor right there. That's dry. Yeah. It was an old used. But condom. we don't have that dry humor on this podcast, so keep it out of here. We don't keep the wettest <laughs> humor. Slickety slick, slickety slap. Just like that condom. Yep. Yeah. But now he's the warden. He got a promotion. Oh, good for him. Oh, that's great for him. Anyway, he has to go tell him and be like, "Hey, uh, here's what happened to your buddy. There, uh, he's dead." So. And he makes the fucking worst Eeyore face ever. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so fake, sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad. Anyway, if only he had a puppet to emote for him. <laughs> anyway, so then some other person picks. <laughs> some other person decides to pick him up, and uh, in a red convertible. In a red convertible is some lady that you don't know, but uh, she is Black a friend lady. of Willie's. Oh, yeah. is it Aretha Franklin? Nope. Oh. Nope. Is she even in the other half, the second half? Probably not. We'll find out. Okay. <laughs> so then uh, she picks up, takes her to Chicago. Yes. Oh, cool. And she's like, hey, uh, I'm going to take you to Willie. He says he got a job for you. Yep. And he's like, oh, cool. All right. So then he goes to the place. And uh, at first he wants to get dropped off at a place because he needs a car. So he gets dropped off at an impound place yeah. uh, done by B.B. Uh, King. B.B. King. Yes. B.B. King's there. He's the guy who uh, does all the selling of the cars. He's like, how much for that police cruiser? 
BB King's like, get yourself five hundred dollars and come back. And he's like, yeah, all right. BB King, honestly, uh, good, good acting. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> hey man, he he was in the Cosby Show. Yeah, was he? Yeah, yeah. and only great maker. things came out of the Cosby <laughs> Show. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I always thought the Cosby Show was kind of a snooze fest. No. <laughs> Damn. See what I, I I felt like it, it like touched me, you know. No, like, guys, <laughs> God, this is tough. There's two people who are going to be doing this. No, all right, I gotta keep it keep it strong, Ethan. Yeah, all right, buddy. so BB so, King's a good actor. BB King's good. Um, so Elle was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go see uh the nun from the first movie, yeah. and she also Kathy got uh, the penguin, replacing her role. Yeah, and she also got a promotion. She's yeah. now uh, a old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she's now old as fuck. Yeah. She's very old. She looks Her face looks like a fucking catcher's bit. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay. All right. So um, she's like, he's like, well, um, what do I do with my life now? Um, what's up with Curtis? And she's like, oh, he died. He died. And he's like, oh, okay. Everyone's uh, dying. Everyone's dying. I feel it's bad. like we shouldn't have made the movie. I yeah. know. <laughs> and then she's like, whips him in the shape. And is like, you better get it back together. And he's like, uh, but I don't know if I need to. He's like, you need to get your life going on. You know, people, hardships happen all the time. Life happens. Yeah. And he's like, uh, fine. But she's like, you know, Curtis had a kid. Yeah. What? Curtis had a kid. Yeah. He impregnated the lady while turning around um, while she was married too. But, you know, she, the kid doesn't know anything about Curtis at all. And he's like, oh, cool. I'm going to go talk to him. She's like, you must never talk to him because he knows nothing and that would ruin everything. So he's why like, did I tell you this? So why did I tell you this? <laughs> Curtis uh, Curtis was Cab Calloway in the original. I he's, wonder what his character's son's name's going to be. It's I wonder. called Cable Chamberlain, which she told him for some reason. Mm. But don't well, go, don't don't go, go talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I brought it up. Don't go find him, Fat Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> no. He lost weight for this movie, too. 90 fucking pounds. <laughs> and he's still swimming in that suit. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Fucking how fat was he before? <laughs> well, he played Yogi Bear without any makeup. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Damn. I never knew any of that. Yeah. 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 Mm. He looks okay for his age. <laughs> yeah. And... and all that cocaine he did. <laughs> sure didn't make him funny. <laughs> <laughs> he sure talks fast. So that's his only joke. Something I, I feel the need to say about this scene is this is like 20 minutes into the movie, probably. Yeah. I haven't laughed a single fucking time. No, that's the thing. I was like, so there's gonna be jokes at some point, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's gonna be. It's, well, the thing, the thing that I I reasoned that that why that happened was, um, you lost the funny guy. Yes. The original Blues Brothers relied on the the the, the two man team, the two man team, straight man, funny man. With different body types, you know, classic <laughs> one's skinny tall guy, fat guy. And yeah. Skinny, yeah, skinny yeah. ones. Fat then you, and in this short. movie, you just have fat guy, fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> you got fat guy and also he John ate, Goodman. He <laughs> <laughs> you have fat guy and fatter guy. But uh, so you really, really feel the absence of uh, John Belushi in the, first, in the first part of this and movie. And it is a big absence. Oh, yeah. Talk about shoes to fill. Talk about oh, fucking shoes to fill. Jesus Christ. And you realize when. Uh, the the early part of this movie really leans on Dan Aykroyd trying to be funny and mm. it falls flat big time music joke flat <laughs> oh I get it anyway yeah. Uh, so yeah there's no jokes it's just I felt like they just didn't write any in because they're like well maybe it'll be maybe this is the dry humor so we'll, we'll see, just dry it up so here's it's so the thing dry is like cracks. the jokes that you could make are about the deaths of these characters yeah but they're like the reason they're dead isn't because of like a story choice like yeah. actually these dead. actors are dead so these they can't real make people. jokes about it's right. really hard to make jokes about your dead friend yeah, yeah. I honestly think it had more to do with just the lack of oh, like, that's because it's just Dan Aykroyd playing off of other like non-comedic yeah yeah all right so what happened next uh, so he's like, all right, um, 
What's up with this kid? Oh God! Now he has this kid. He has a mentor that the oh. lady's like. You oh, should abrupt, have kid no, no, no. abrupt fucking transition. She's talking about a uh, cab. Yeah, and then immediately he's like, and then she says, Elwood, do you know anything about mentoring? <laughs> he's like, uh, no. And then he's like, why don't you mentor this kid? It's like, all right, what Sounds about like Buster? a B plot? And Buster is a wise ass. That's what he says immediately, oh, yeah. and he gets slapped for it because you know that's that's the joke. The joke of the nun is she slaps her bad language with yes. this slicing sound Which, type. In the original, it is happen. funny. Yes. It is funny, believe it or not. Yeah. In this movie, fuck no, it's not funny. Well, does she hit a child? No, she's no. slapping oh, okay. around uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. See, it's funny because there's, again, two people that are being played off each other. Like yeah. one person curses, the other one curses. You know. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's the thing I want to bring up real quick. Terrible choice to put a child in this film. Oh, yeah. Any, it made no blanket, sense. Blanket. Blanket, don't and put kids in it movies. It just felt like he, and he didn't contribute anything. He didn't contribute anything. anything. Yeah. He did some real good parts in this film though. I felt bad because the kid is actually really good at what he does. He's like, good. At, he's a good dancer. He's yeah. a good dancer. He's a good dancer. Yeah. He, it looks he's Even if he can play the harmonica, plays the harmonica miming very well. Yeah. Like, you know, he does well in the film. It's not like yeah. a, it's, it's not just, like Anakin give, from the prequel situation yeah. no, where he can't given, do anything. He's just useless. given nothing to do. And, no, yeah. exactly. And honestly, he has good chemistry with the other, he does. With the other actors. Like, I feel bad for the fact that I hate his character, but yeah. the actor is not to blame. Yeah. So anyway, just wanted to bring that up real quick. Shitty dialogue. Anyway, so he leaves with Buster and immediately abandons him and goes sees cable yeah, chamberlain right. and buster's like all right whatever that's fine oh also uh uh kathleen freeman the nun the nun the penguin says see you in two hours oh yeah and then they yeah, that's true and they just <laughs> which you know that uh, happens though also i i feel the need to remind the audience oh, here shit yeah uh uh, Elwood just got out of prison. <laughs> uh, this dude's a felon. Yeah, that seems to almost uh, never come up except like this next scene and that's it. So give him a kid. Yeah. Fucking just give him a kid. Also, another real quick thing. This movie's over two hours long. You, yeah. It's so long. This movie did not need to be this long. No, when didn't. you were like, oh, we should watch this film. I was like, yeah, for like a half an hour, you know, hour, hour and, and a half. half. Well, Standard. you got to watch half of it. I watched the whole fucking thing last night. Jesus Aww, Christ. Well, so, sorry for recommending it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. I feel so bad. So now he has to mentor this kid. So he has to mentor this kid. And, uh, but before then, he goes up and sees Cable Chamberlain, who actually is a uh, lieutenant, I believe. He's a higher ranking Commander. police officer. Yes, he's a, yeah, I um, noticed he was an officer. And he goes up to him and he's like, hey, nice to meet you. And he's like, what do you want? And he's like, well, here's my name. And he looks him up, sees all these felon arrests. He's like, oh, I worked with Elwood. Yeah. I worked with this guy. Oh, cool. Looks Jake. him up, more felon arrests. Right. And he's like, oh, mm, okay. And he's like, hey, so just let you know, we're, we're like stepbrothers because your dad or your mom's like, this, your dad did this. He's he like, my so dad mad. is a nice man. He gets super mad. And he's like, yeah. no, I'm going to call my mom and confirm this affair. And she's like, oh, yeah, you, I did. And he's like, I hate you. And he's like, well, whatever. What do you want? And he's like, I want $500 for a car. That was his plan. That's a great plan. And then he says, get out. Ha, it didn't yeah. work. No, I'm he, shocked. He fucking overacts yeah. the shit out of this scene. I like it. I hate the guy who plays Cab. You know who he is, right? <laughs> yeah. From Terminator 2. <laughs> yeah. Terminator 2 also, you <laughs> think? Ethan, this is more up your alley. Eureka. He was on Eureka. Yeah. I've never seen Eureka. Why okay. would you think that was up Ethan's alley? It's a fucking nerd sci-fi show, man. <laughs> I don't watch sci-fi for nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Only Battlestar. But yeah, I'm like, I'm watching this so film. I'm like, all. is he like a singer? Because like his acting is really bad. No, he's an actor. Oh boy. I kind of like him. Okay, fine. Anyway, um, so he throws him out in the street and the kid runs into him. Police yeah. brutality. And is like, he's like, are you okay, kid? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. He comes back. And the kid pickpocketed him. Yeah. Buster pickpocketed him and gave uh, gave Mr. Blues Man some money. Mm. Yeah. 
How much money exactly was in the wallet, Ethan? It seemed like a lot more than five hundred dollars. Oh, it was exactly. But it was exactly five hundred dollars <laughs> in one hundred dollar bills. Yep. How convenient. Yeah. Wow. So then he goes and um. Oh, also, I'm sorry, I mentioned this. He offered Cable to join the band. Yeah. But he said, no, that's stupid. Pretty big plot point. We glossed over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm he sure says, that will Cable, come into play again. He says, Cable, join the band. I'm getting the band back together for... I don't... I'm already fucking lost. Yeah, why are they putting the band back together? Because so, that's the only thing he knows. It's like a spider web of... He... Let me see if I can fucking piece this together. So he needs $500 to buy a car. Yes. But then he needs... But then he, he gets the $500 because Buster, the kid pickpockets uh cable and then yeah gives it and to then, him and then he needs to get the band back together to pay back cable but then other things happen and then but then get... why would he ask cable to join the band if he, he's his brother, he his needs, brother. i don't he needs i'm people. already fucking Look, lost one of the dumb. things one of the things that i really appreciate about the movie mm. the original yes the good blues movie, <laughs> is the the plot is literally a straight line oh it is you uh the the movie basically opens with them going to see the penguin the same I don't know, like i feel like this movie's still kind of a straight no, line. no 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 here's, no, no, here, no. Here, here, here's the thing now, if you were to ask yourself in this movie, why does he need to put the band back together? Who fucking knows? Doesn't matter. Why does he need to put the band back together in the original? Because in order to, to get save money the orphanage. to save the orphanage. Yeah. That is the plot. Literally that is the, the yeah, whole he has no plot. Motiv- the only reason he's doing it now is just because he wants to. Because he wants to. Yeah. And there's no reason or motivation behind that. He said, oh. uh, no, it makes him feel good. That's I know, it. I know why he had to put the band back together. Because someone wanted to fucking make a sequel. <laughs> there you go. You got it. So then... um. They get the car and it's like, cool, I'm going to shut this place down. B.B. King says, I'm going to go to New Orleans and do a new job there. And he's like, all right, whatever. I don't care. I'm sure that comes in play later because that's where they end up going for a later plot point. Anyway. Yep. So um, kid says dog shit and he starts trying to smoke a cigarette. And he's like, don't do that shit, kid. They repeat the cigarette lighter gag from the first movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, Now he takes him to an. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, he says it smells like dog shit in here because it's a canine unit. Patrol unit. Total unneeded joke. Unneeded joke. <laughs> so then they, well, we need a joke. The, <laughs> it's not even a joke. Now he takes him to the uh, exotic dancer club that Willie owns. So he can't smoke, but he can be brought to an exotic dancing club? Willie's Are you saying stripster this? club is what it's called. Stripster club. Stripster? Hey, man. Yeah. That, that's eye candy, not cigarette candy. Yeah. Gotcha. No. I don't know. I don't know what I said. <laughs> anyway, so he goes in there and is like, cool, let's check out this club. And everyone's like, whoa, my mouth drops. Look at all these women dancing that are like almost naked. Yeah. And it's the 90s, so it's just butts. Yeah. yeah it's course. just a lot of butts. Yeah. It's a lot of butts. But was that a particular thing in the 90s? Well, you know the thing where they would like go above the hip or whatever, you know, is 90s butts hanging out. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of that thing. But anyway, and um, so they meet the lady who picked him up and she's like, oh, cool. What's up? Hey, John Goodwin, you're behind the bar. You're cool. You might be a part of this movie at some point. Anyway, hey, Willie. Hey, Willie, you want to join the band? Willie's like, nah, I'm comfy here. I like this business. Uh, Willie, the drummer from the first movie. Yes. Thank you. And he's like, okay, cool. Anyway, cut to another scene. Back to the wallet being returned. And then uh, Cable's like, I will put out a warrant for your arrest. Now... Back to so that's um, the only reason the cops are after them is because of the wallet situation. Uh, he stole a wallet. And he's a, he's an asshole, and he doesn't. Cha- Cable doesn't like him. That's it. That's well, it gets it. Uh, basically. Well, eventually, it doesn't work. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, um, then, um, uh, he sings a song, and um, uh, it's cheaper to keep her as he has all these ladies dancing around her. That's a song. Yeah, unneeded joke. It's fine. Or unneeded song. Uh, yeah. What? What? You're talking about mostly songs unneeded. <laughs> <laughs> all songs oh, unneeded. yeah. 
Um, turns <laughs> yeah, out that's another thing in the original movie. The songs are the done songs drive the plot because they need to happen. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's like a, a good musical. musical choice. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, turns out Willie's paying some Russians to keep them from trashing the bar, and then the Russians show up, and um, um, he drinks with them. And uh, he basically drinks them under the table. Drinks them under the table, and then throws them in the back of a car and lays them out somewhere. And then says, "You better not mess with us, the Masked Avenger, or something stupid." You like You better that. not mess with Willie's club. Yeah, he says on the note that he leaves with the Russian mobsters <laughs> that he just got drunk and took their clothes. <laughs> yep. and so then, they know they can like lead back to the club. And the, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and John, then John Goodman's character says, "We had a deal, Mac, Mac Mighty Mac McTeal." Yeah. John Goodman's character says, which makes no sense at the time. Remember, we had a deal. And he's like, okay, fine, whatever. Because he was helping him dispose of the bodies. So, yeah. And uh, so now he just... Uh, it cuts back to the strip club. Cuts back to the strip club and they're dance. It showed John Goodman's like, I'm going to start dancing now. Not dancing, singing. Yeah, because oh. I guess the deal was that uh, Matt, Mighty Mac McTeal would finally get to sing on stage. So he comes out on stage. Everybody starts booing him. <laughs> At, like, but his totally- song is good. I actually okay. Oh no. Uh, but yeah, he comes out. He gets booed apropos of nothing. Uh, but he starts singing, and I thought the way that John Goodman was singing, uh, was was fine. I thought the way he was a dancing on stage and emoting was actually kind of funny. Yeah, like yeah. that. His his song, he sang. Uh, what was the song that he sang? I don't know. I wasn't going to mention that part because I think it was very important. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, he said he sang a good song. He sang okay. a good song. It was enjoyable. Yeah. So then, Wonderwall. Mr. Brightside. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, before that, and I'm feeling just fine. <laughs> the Russians say, who's this guy? Why don't we just burn down? Why don't we just trash and destroy that Billy's club? And they're like, all yeah. right, let's do that. So then in the middle of his song, the Russians appear and start shooting the place up and there's this great line where one of the Russians just says, everyone, please leave now. <laughs> and it's pretty funny. I like that part. <laughs> just that part. You got to mention a few parts you like. You really do. Yeah. Because it's not much. The um, Russians who, by the way, are mostly subtitled, which uh, for a comedy movie, <laughs> subtitles are a great idea <laughs> and you should always do it. Especially if the subtitles aren't going to be funny. Yeah. yeah. The, the Russians also are taking the place of the Nazis like subs, in the not dubs. movies. Subs, not dubs. Yeah, subs you're right. Dubs. Yeah. It's taking place of so, Nazis. Yeah. Which, but there's another hate group in this film, too. Yeah. But Ethan doesn't know about that one. Oh, God. But anyway, <laughs> so they're like, where's Buster? And they're like, I don't know. He's in the back somewhere. Fine. He's and anyway, sleeping. so they pour gasoline, light it, and the whole place goes up in flame. And everyone gets it. Luckily, everyone lives and they all leave. Yeah. Buster's fine. He's just asleep. They put him in the back of the car. Um, they escape they break out through a window it's all fine and now they run away and the Russians want to kill him Um, they roll down the windows and he's like what are these like throw these nails down and they're like just throw them outside the window they throw it out they're getting chased by the Russians the Russians are shooting it and the Russians then get the nail tax and they flip the car over a bunch of times (laughs) and a bunch of stuff and it looks like an empty car it's completely ridiculously flipped over but (laughs) reference to the first movie this that was the first real laugh I had (laughs) Yeah, you know that like, part was actually kind of funny. Forty, it's like four already like forty minutes into the movie, the part uh, uh, Mighty Mac McTeal throws dry, drywall screws out the window, and a car runs him over and fucking flies into the air. <laughs> it gave me a laugh. It was pretty good. And then um, he's like, "Why don't you?" Well, since Billy's is gone, Willie's. I'm sorry. Why Willies. don't you uh, join my band, you and Willie? And he's like, "All right, I guess we have no choice because our house." Our place burned down we because were, of you. They were counting on the strip club for jobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, guess not. To pay back the $500 that they stole. To from, the cops? 
the cop to mm-hmm. buy the car that, but you know, now they have to get the band back together to dig to, to <laughs> like, I got it. They have to get the band back together to like repay the fact the death, that the sure. fucking look, man, you're trying to look for a reason. He wanted to get the band back together from the beginning. So anyway, so, um, cable's still looking for the owner and they find the poster in the rubbish and they're like, Oh man, we should probably find him off this anyway. Um, the poster from the original movie, the the yeah the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah concert poster. So now Elwood goes in with John Goodman and the kid in suits, and they want to go to get the band back to us. So they go to this, uh, it was like a Mercedes. It's a Mercedes, Mercedes dealership. Yeah, with uh, two of the old band members, and um, they're like, oh, I don't know, we got a pretty good gig here, and he's like, oh no, my wife's coming in, and his wife's like, hey, I see what you're doing here. You bad a thing. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, yeah, yeah she says, hey, you know, you shouldn't. Uh, you better give me some respect here. You better because like, is that a song? And now she says, "I think that might be a very and, cliche Aretha Franklin song." Yeah. And you know what? She <laughs> sings it for a full three minutes, and then it's just the whole song. And that's it's that, that's to- this movie. And it's totally okay. It's whatever. It could have not been in there. Oh, it's Aretha Franklin. <laughs> it is. It is like I mean, it's a good song. Yeah. Like, it's a great song, sung by a great singer. Aretha exactly. Franklin. Yeah. But it's like the the number the musical number is a little underwhelming. I don't know if you yeah. agree, Sam. It's, yeah, it is. Just and, the way it's and, shot. And the way it's shot. It's, to Mike's earlier point. In the original movie, this <laughs> the original movie. Go figure is better. Uh, in the original movie, she sings her a song "Think," which was a a, a hit for her, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a fucking cliche song. Like you've heard respect. a billion times. Yeah, her yeah. biggest Aretha Franklin's biggest hit. Yeah. Uh, think also is like you know you got to think about what you're trying to do to me. Like it, it it's very uh, it drives the plot forward. It establishes this. The literally just says, "Hey, I want some respect," and then at the end. She says, okay, you can go. You're just going to do whatever anyway. But that's exactly how it works in the first movie, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you better think about you what know, you're doing you know, to me. All right, bye. Yeah, you, know, you know it's great, Mike? Doing the same joke twice. That's true. And but not this, making it better. This movie's better, yeah. <laughs> oh, what? Cut it out. Oh, shit! The original's better. The original's better. <laughs> what happened next? So I say, hey, stay out, trouble. All right, so now... um. Uh, some uh, Dunn and Cropper from the first movie, I yes. guess they're in the band. They're on a radio show now, and they're like, "We're calling in. A, let's talk about this yeah. new law for if you have six felonies, you immediately go to jail forever." And uh, they get a phone call from Elwood. Uh, Elwood, and he's like, "Oh, I don't like this law. I got five, one more, and I'm done." And I maybe that'll come into play later. Nope. And, okay. And then he calls them like. You radio sluts or whatever, like yeah, he, he, he starts dropping shit. a bunch of swears and then the they cut him out. out and then he's in front of them and then they're like, "Oh, hey, cool, what's up? Uh, I guess we'll join the band." Oh, basically. Also, the guys that they pick up at the car, at the Mercedes dealership are uh, Matt Guitar Murphy mm-hmm. and uh, the guy that with the saxophone. I was wondering what the saxophone guy was. Yeah, it's the same the same guys that they pick up at the yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Apparently, he sucks at selling cars to the saxophone guy. Yeah, yeah. the selling one. It's that mustache. It just <laughs> <It'd be laughs> the ladies it. away. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Lou Marini. That's his name. Um. So now they got, now they got to find the last person who's at a graveyard, and they're like, "Oh, cool." Is or, he dead? No, he's not dead. He like no, works no, no. the graveyard. Oh, okay. And they go to find him, and like, "Oh, this is weird." And like, the Russians are there honoring the one person that died, I guess, and maybe the fire. Oh, okay. Uh. And I bet in the graveyard there's like a headstone. This is like John Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they desecrate it by saying like, oh, you suck Russians or some stupid stuff. Anyway. No, because they're talking to the uh, the funeral director is the um, the trumpet player from the first movie is the Mater D. They mm. go into the they're repeating gags. This whole movie is just, <laughs> just, just repeating gags. Uh, so they, they go to the funeral and uh, they they fuck it up. 
Yeah, they fuck it up, and they start... Anyway, the Russians, like, they start shooting at them, and they say, we're going to kill those guys. Now the Russians are on their tail, and they want to kill them. Send in the clown starts playing, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, too. Yeah, really, really, really bad music choice. In a movie, though, with, honestly, otherwise good music. So then... We'll talk about that. What is this guy? Is it Ed? Says, like, Mr. Pickett won't let me leave unless he gives me permission. Now, he's a really good man. He gave me a good job. And uh, like, okay, and what do you guys do exactly? And there's a whole song all about what they do, which is basically a sex phone line. Ed's yeah. sex phone line. Ed Ed is uh, Eddie Floyd, who's an accomplished musician, blues mm. musician. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Pickett is Wilson Pickett, who's like a legendary blues musician. But uh, they're they both they're other, wasted in this film. They're, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so <laughs> the song's at least an interesting concept, but I don't think more so than like half the other songs yeah. are just recycled songs. Yeah, yeah, this song is called Six Three Four Five Seven Eight Nine. It's uh, it was a it was a hit. Yeah, but it's it's a good song. Like it's it's pretty good. Is perform- it a real phone number? Can I call it? I don't uh, know. Give it a try. There's no error code. That's that's a good but, point. <laughs> uh, well, uh, one thing I think we should rewind for a bit. Uh, <laughs> the Russians when they are uh, shooting up, shooting at the the Blues Brothers at the funeral, they use the threat. We will drink vodka from their skulls. I want to bring that up. Oh too. yeah, they did bring that up. Yeah. Well, do you want it? Know what vodka is being sold by Dan Aykroyd? Skull vodka. Yes. Crystal skull vodka. <laughs> Got it. I read that same. Um, yeah. oh, in the middle of the scene, yeah. there's this weird long haired guy with, with white long haired dude singing randomly. Do you know who that guy is? Uh, that is. Cher. Is it, it looks like some guy from Hanson. I wrote <laughs> down what I wrote was. Oh, that guy. In my notes, I have white grunge guy who looks like <laughs> Ethan. <laughs> Is poorly lip syncing. Uh, his name is Johnny Lang, and he actually is a. I, I think he started his career in gospel. Okay, but he's actually a, he's he's a musician. Time has not been kind to him. I looked up a, I looked up a current photo of him, and he looks fucking beat. Really? Mm-hmm. Does it yeah. look better than John Belushi? The year two thousand was not good to him. <laughs> but he he looks like a cross between Ethan and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. But oh, that's his real that's voice, a sexy man. That's, <laughs> that that's is that is his real voice singing in the song. Uh, okay, not real, yeah. but it is real lip syncing as well. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a movie. Yeah, you know. you know what is this lame is? <laughs> yeah. So now they go to Moray and they're like, "Hey, you can book us anywhere." And he's like, "Well, you guys have been blacklisted for a lot, but there's a there's a battle of the band somewhere oh, in Louisiana. You can yeah. do it." And he's like, "We better not mention this to the rest of the guys." It says, uh, "The kid, uh, I was gonna say Buster." <laughs> Yeah, the kid Buster and uh, uh, John Goodman. He says to them, and they're like, "Okay, we'll keep it quiet." Whatever. Yeah, Maury is reprising his role. He's a- how tired is the Battle of the Bands concept in film? Jesus Christ! It's like the Seriously. oldest thing in the world. School of Rock, uh, Blues Brothers, two thousand. <laughs> um, Anything else? <laughs> Everything. But the Booker is Maury from the from original. the original. Which yeah. great gag! They're all in the sauna together. Right. You think it's just the two brothers talking? The camera pans over. The rest of the band is there. They're all in towels. They get out. They say bye. I, I just I think it's so funny. That's funny because it was used in the first movie too. No, no, no. That's I was saying. It's not There's in the no, movie. There oh. are no jokes. There are no jokes in the scene. <laughs> there are no jokes. Yeah, there it's are just, no it's jokes. Just a plot. All right. What happened next? So now um, the Russians are getting a, uh, a good briefing on the Blues Brothers, and they're like, we have to kill all of them. Also, they're all like smoking in unison, which is kind of funny. All um, subtitled. All subtitled. Very and, funny. Um, so they go in, they go on the road, and the kid sleeps in the back like a shrine, I guess. No, it's like, like a little bedroom set. It's like a little bedroom set up in the it back of your car. Cute. It's kind of cute, I guess. Some random fan recognizes him and says, hey, uh, we're going to start our band in a minute. I'm a big fan of you. Uh, you're the Blues Brothers, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, will you listen to us play? And he's like, yeah, I'll do that. And then he never does. That, that fan yeah. 
Let me know if this is getting tiring, pointing out all the cameos, because there are a lot. There are a lot. Uh, John Popper from Blues, Bro- Blues Traveler. I thought that was Blues Traveler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's ah. known for his uh, harmonica playing. He's also who dubbed the harmonica playing for Buster. Oh, okay. Yeah. So He's Buster pretty- did not do the actual harmonica playing. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> they play that song as they go on the road and start driving. Solid and then, song. Solid song. Pretty good. Um, now we cut back to the nuns who are like, um... It's been seven days. We should probably call the police. <laughs> Buster's missing. <laughs> we have he, not checked in on this. We week. left him with a felon thinking everything was going to be fine. And you know fine. what? It was not. No, of course so, not. So, well, everything but, is okay. Like, Buster's not in any danger. No, but, you know. Although they are they chased should, by Russians. They should let him know. Also, <laughs> yeah, why, there's only a bunch of Russians also, trying to kill them. <laughs> why didn't he just drop them off at some point? Yeah, right? There was never, because, there was no man, they had to appeal to stupid. children, except for the extended gratuitous strip club scene <laughs> where there are like naked butts everywhere. I know when I was a child, what I really wanted to be was another child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember exactly. watching Blues Brothers and going, I wish one of them was a kid because then I'd be able so to I could put my Finally, I could relate to them. Yeah. What happened next? So then um, Cable hears the kidnapping and is like, oh man, we got to go get him. And then uh, they call out a uh, super warrant. And this is, wow, this is where, warrant, I don't know what they call it, but they basically put out like, hey, everyone, like you were looking for this car. You know, now it's like a real business and now everyone's going to find him. Oh, wow. And finally stakes. I, I know. Finally stakes. <laughs> this guy stole $500 from me. <laughs> and a child. Uh, Dedicate uh, all... <laughs> Of the state's police resources. Hey, he did, cap- he did kidnap a <laughs> Kidnap a kid. That's, That's the reason they're going after Why do you right? have Amber Alerts going out too, Sam? Yeah, they're fucking blowing on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Cut them out. Can just, just stop it. It's annoying. Anyway, um, so uh, we got some... <laughs> she finds the car and is like, checks in on the diner. And then just, this is the dumbest. The, the kid comes out and is like, Oh, God, oh, this, so this scene. He's like, he sees the police car and is like, oh, man, <laughs> I got to do something crazy. And he's like, you're going to see a bad side of me, kid. And the kid's like, what? And he's like, all of a sudden, the kid runs out. And he's like, he's going crazy. Oh, this is in the bathroom, by the way. Like, way. In the diner. Yeah. He goes, he's going crazy. And then John Goodman comes out. I was like, oh, my God, he's almost attacking me. He's and having then, a puffball bacteria attack. And he comes out with shaving cream <laughs> all over his face in, like, a circle. It looks like a round ball. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And everyone freaks out, I guess. And then they just escape in that. And the cop's like, what the fuck? And they just chase after him. What is that? What is it? Dude, who knows? Who knows? Dan Aykroyd wrote this movie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he, you studied, know he studied lycanthropes for weeks before one of it. one of the things that makes the good the, the original movie good <laughs> is that Dan Aykroyd wrote a script and then someone edited it. Yeah, someone, someone all the cut out shit. a bunch Are you of this bullshit. Is like the prequels? Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it totally is like it, the prequels. It, and you know, same time. Yeah. We so, should have we should have learned. Should have learned. Should learn 18 years later. Just say no. <laughs> also, this this scene takes place in uh, Bob's Country Diner. You know who Bob is? Bob. Bob Dylan? Bob no. <laughs> A very, very, very old version of the man at Bob's Country Bunker that you see in the original movie. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, he's in there. He's and, so uh, fucking old. <laughs> so old. And all and all the people come out and they and they drive off and he does this crazy spin. He's like, wow, what a what a neat trick. That's spinning. Yeah. And uh, they, they drive off. <laughs> Let's they, try spinning. And they try chasing him. The cops do and they chase him and now it goes on a big chase. And of course, uh, Bob comes in and is like, hey, I recognize you guys from somewhere. The band is in the diner. The yeah. band's in the okay. diner. And then they all cover their face. They're like, oh, trick, please. That's the joke. Um, yep. And they said, how are we going to get to the gig when all the cops are on him? He says, don't worry. And they give him a call. And they're like, well, just meet us at the just meet us at the gig. And they're like, all right, fine. So then they chase him and they drive around. 
And uh, now the FBI is joining in on the chase, and he's so like, don't worry, they won't get through this roadblock. And, of course, they see the roadblock, and they're like, why don't we just drive through the water? And they just roll up the windows and drive through the, oh, under the water. Oh, yeah. And, My turn's coming. And now That's... I see a bunch of Confederate people who are racist and have white power on them. There's so our second hate group. That was a very weird way to open the movie. Wasn't it, though? <laughs> well, it got so weirder. what was the first thing you saw when you, when you played it? You know what doesn't give me the blues? What, what, Ethan? Studio headphones. They're premium design, but also look cool at the same time. Kinda Where are like, they from? They're from Sweden. Oh, that's wow. great. What so, else? Name another thing from Sweden. <laughs> Julian <Ikea>. Assange. <laughs> All right, we got it. Swedish fish. <laughs> anyway, these headphones, they sent us a pair, and they're wireless, and they work great. They got a long battery life. Uh, How long is it? It's like, uh, it's like nine hours. And boy, are my arms tired. After you use these headphones, you're going to want to move to Sweden. Yeah. Ooh. Because then you don't need to pay you for know, the shipping charges. You can use them on the airplane to Sweden. <laughs> to Sweden. Actually, there is no shipping charges. Go to studio.com, who graciously sponsored our podcast. That was really nice of them. And type in the discount code, the other half. Spell that for us, Ethan. To receive 15% off any purchase. T-H-E-O-T-H-E-R-H-A-L-F. Hopefully you replay that back and you can type in yourself. Nice. <laughs> or Play you can, you know, speed. just look at the... You can just look it up. Just No, you're listening to the podcast. You can see how it's spelled. If you know how to work a phone and you don't know how to spell the other half... Uh, you should probably return you know that what? phone. If, if you have a phone and you know how to spell the other half, you can get this these awesome headphones. Yeah, from studio for fifteen percent off. off. Thank exactly. You. Thank you, Sam. I saw a bunch of racists. I'm like, oh, these will be like the Nazis, you know, for the first movie. And then they're talking about how they're getting spied on. And I'm like, okay, the Jews, the Jews, like Alex Jones type stuff. Yeah, it was very Alex Jonesy. And then all of a sudden the boat starts moving and I hear that on the boat is enough explosives to like blow up like a bunch of shit. Like they got a ton of explosives Some, on there. It's a dumb joke. That and, write down. and then the boat starts moving and then all of a sudden the Blues Brothers car comes out of the water. <laughs> the boat is sitting on top of the car and I'm like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> What's happening How here? is it underwater? And then all of a sudden... There's a, there's a child in the car. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so it already lost you. All these red flags. And then the boat somehow just launches into the air. <laughs> the, the car drives away. And then the boat just lands on this racist guy that like a second ago. Daryl Hammond from SNL. And there's a big, it was him, wasn't it? It was also briefly the colonel. And the, uh, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And then there was just a big explosion. And I'm like, well, that was weird. Daryl Hammond obviously died, right? Obviously, we will never see them again. Yeah, he died because... in a massive conflagration that nobody <laughs> could survive. Not at all. Because here's the thing. They make a good effort to make it look like the boat lands on him. Yeah. Like, it lands. Directly and then explodes. Explodes. And honestly, an underwhelming explosion. Oh, very much. Well, it takes place in the background, so. That's true. But cool guys don't look at explosions. It was, it was, it was like, well, okay, I'm never going to see that guy again. That was weird. So. Next scene, Elwood. Oh God. Okay, so that part was bad. This part is when I'm like, "What is this movie?" This whole scene, I think, is what I'm like. This movie is not a Blues Brothers film. <laughs> so they are arriving at a monster truck rally because that's where their next gig is. Their right. van has already arrived okay. there, and they need to get through security because the cops are already there. So they they paint the car a different color so they can sneak through. And the kid and John Goodman are dressed differently. 
Like really shitty 90s like swing concert. They get through and I'm like, well, where? Where's Dan Aykroyd? Oh, no. This part. <laughs> oh, no. No, Ethan, where do you think Dan Aykroyd is in the car? Backseat probably, right? That makes Maybe sense. Maybe the trunk. Maybe the trunk. He opens some weird latch it's in, like the, a, yeah. in the front of the car, and it's just the bottom of his mouth hanging through the latch. What? I don't know how he got his, there. like disembodied head. It's, it's this Dan Aykroyd magic bullshit. <laughs> like, so much of this was cut out of the script for the original movie. Yep, yep. So it's just the bottom of his jaw talking through it. Like he's fucking RoboCop and he's just like, all right, get a parking space. And Terrible do- Chicago accent. I didn't, wasn't doing it. And then they do. And then they get out of the car and they arrive on stage and they start singing Ghost Riders in the Sky. Right. Which is, I don't like that song. It's not, a, it's not a great song. Not a great rendition. And they don't do a great version of it. They do a great rendition of it. But you know what? I'm not really paying attention to the music at all because as they're playing it, there's a storm approaching and oh, I'm no. like, oh, that's really weird. Oh, but, no. you know, mission from God. And then yeah, totally. now what do you think is going to happen, Ethan? Um, it's going to it's going to rain. Right. Yeah. This so, is weird. So this John- is like obvious things. I don't feel like I should be answering. <laughs> so uh-huh. I have not lied to you. Uh-huh. Giant skeletons <laughs> riding out, horses, riding skeleton horses. <gasps> what? emerge from the clouds and while they're they, singing yeah while they're singing and they just start shooting fire everywhere <laughs> what? What? <laughs> massive Why? downpour and that's it <laughs> and then they just jump in the car and drive away <laughs> so they don't play the concert no they play the concert that happens and they leave yeah. <laughs> yeah. also the the oh, way there's, there's a sniper that dies yeah a, a bunch of other dumbbell the the way they enter the, the the blues brothers the way they enter the stage oh shit I totally forgot yeah. about this yeah yeah okay so we just saw them in this car that was all painted right and they just parked I'm like okay they're in that car and then all of a sudden they're like and now this stunt person and we see this car that's on fire and it like goes in a circle like in a loop loop yeah. like three times and then it launches off and it's still on fire I'm like whoa who's driving that and then they cut and inside that car are the blues brothers and they come on stage and i'm like how'd they get in the car and then the car just lands fire everywhere and then they just run out of the car like it wasn't a big deal it's no big deal that was weird brothers man and then they pilot (laughs) and then elwood pilots the car using a remote control back to him and they jump in the car and they drive off they saw the blues brothers at uh universal studios hollywood yes i've never seen them I have. I've honestly right. like wanted. It is to. great. I, I, actually, they used to. They they have like traveling Blues Brother people. They used to play at like a, a hotel or a hotel a, a, a hockey game. We used to go to. They oh. would always come. It was really fun. But you know what? They never played songs from this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then, even though apparently this thing can be run by electronics, it runs out of gas. And because <laughs> electronics aren't gas powered, man. I guess not. And so then the kid talks to Elwood, and this is the part where I'm like. After that whole thing with the Riders in the Sky or whatever, this was the part I'm like, this movie is not like the first one. <laughs> the kid comes up to Elwood, who's given up, and the kid says, the Elwood Blues I know once said, no pharmaceutical product could match the feeling when that band hits the groove. And I'm like... He did say that. Cocaine, guys. <laughs> Co- you know what Elwood Blues loves more than anything? Cocaine. I know it's cocaine. never said in the movie, but you know that motherfucker was doing cocaine. He didn't give a shit about music. Nobody in that movie did. Like, <laughs> this is so stupid. And that's enough to convince Elwood to be like, all right, I'm not giving up anymore. And then he gets Repeating up. Repeating something that I said 20 minutes ago. Yes. And so Elwood gets up and he gives this big speech. 
And he's like, if you, because all the band is there, and he's like, Ben, if you give up, then the blues dies with you. All of like, it. Yeah. That's bullshit for one. But second off, he does this weird thing where he's like, what do you want? Rap music? Like, What's <laughs> wrong with rap music? <laughs> no, rap we music. want old, fat, Canadian white guys <laughs> singing soul music that's and what blues. S- and that's the thing. The way it was meant to be. I'm like, I like the original Blues Brothers. I'm kind of annoyed that it is just two white guys like oh, yeah. yanking around a bunch of black people oh, to yeah. sing music, you uh, know? Another another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The speech he gives. Oh, yeah. So it, it lasts way too long. It's not funny. It, it, it lasts way too long. And there's a little nugget in there that I that I had to do, oh. I had to do some research on. So oh, you're he, talking about the names that he's going yes. through. Yeah. So he names a lot of legendary like blues musicians. Yes. Uh, the Weiss guy. Is that what you're going to bring up? Yes. Robert Weiss. At the, at the end, he says, and, a ro- and he, he's like, you know, BB King, whatever. A bunch of musicians. And then he says, and the great Robert K. Weiss. Uh, and then Donald Duck Dunn, who's the the, the bass member. Uh, he says, who's Donald Weiss? Uh, Donald a- Duck Dunn, best known for being in Booker T and the MGs, which is the <laughs> Green Onions, the song that plays when uh, Buster and uh, Elwood are coming out. Okay. Uh, love that song. Uh, Booker T and the MGs did a follow-up song that was called Mo Onions. Okay. That and was to the, the point same, of what we were talking about. the same song again. It was great. <laughs> uh, so Donald Duck Dunn says, who is Robert K. Weiss? It's not answered in the movie, but I looked it up. Robert K. Weiss is a film and television producer who had to convince John Landis not to quit this movie. <laughs> oh, man. John Landis wanted to he wanted to fucking cut and run from this movie. And Robert K. Weiss, who will go down in history as one of those evil people, and <laughs> convinced John Landis, a murderer, <laughs> to finish making this travesty. <laughs> And an affront to the great Blues Brothers. <laughs> the film that he made. <laughs> but that's before he, he killed people. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> well, it is the other thing, too, is like, it, knowing that information, that, that speech of like, if, this, if, if you guys give up, the blues dies with you. That means so much more now. Because that's about, if you guys give up, the Blues Brothers dies. But because. it's like, no, it's the opposite. If you keep making this, the Blues Brothers is going to die. Yeah, I know. So... That's enough for everyone to be like, all right, let's go. So everyone walks. <laughs> just no fight. Just no go. fight at all. They're like, all right, let's go. So then, except for one guy who's getting gas. Yeah, that's uh, Blue Lou Marini. They're, Blue Lou Marini. He's the guitarist. He's the guitarist. Or no, the saxophone. All right. So then they go to, they okay. Every scene in this movie. Uh, so they wind up at a church revival. It's a bunch of tents. And the Blues Brothers and the cops wind up there. And they there's this big song. It's, what is it? Uh, the... The song that played earlier, the uh, John the John, John the Revelator, John the Revelator yeah. plays uh, the Also, these musicians, mm-hmm. uh, one is Sam Moore, yes. Sam and Dave, great, great band. So, and the guy was an amazing singer. And James Brown, James Brown, legend. Shows up. He's great too. Uh, honestly, they did a good job. They with did. The song they did a great job because with the song. they're actual musicians. You're right. They did a great job with the song. All of a sudden, the cops show up and they start screaming at a uh, 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 cable. Yeah, and cables like, oh. Oh, oh my god. We're oh invoking the blood. Oh my god. Yeah. We're invoking the blood. Ethan. Oh no. What happens next? He gets he gets the spirits. He gets, <laughs> he gets the blue the spirits. He rises up off of the ground. Oh whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and he ascends into heaven and he's staring up into the face of God and he says that he knows what he must do. And he goes from a policeman. Zap. And he's in a Blues Brothers outfit and he lowers again to the ground and he just starts singing and he's part of the band. 
That really happened. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, that's that's a little bit more believable than clouds with skeletons <laughs> fired. And for the first time in the Blues Brothers pantheon, <laughs> it was a group of men who were not white, white dudes. That was the one thing that pissed me off is they finally have a black guy as one of the main vocalists, and he's terrible. <laughs> It's like, hey, I'm Sam Moore. Oh god. Hey, I'm I'm James Brown. I'm great. Hey, here's this other guy. Fucking, uh, fucking plus, cares. and it's just like there's two, there's three white people, one of which is a child, and one black guy. <laughs> well, no, I mean technically there are four Blues Brothers at this point. Yeah, because it's the mighty Mac McTeal. That's what I'm saying too. Yeah, and the kid, and, living, living, and accurate. living. So anyway, <laughs> he, he, he got to the ground and there's a lady cop that you've left out of the entire film so far. Because she almost does nothing. She, does, she just asks she, questions. She, continues to, she continues to do nothing. And then the car just shows up. Don't know how it got there. I don't know how it got there. It just arrives. You know, it's that it's that magic Dan Aykroyd script. <laughs> and they jump in. It makes things happen for no fucking reason. Oh, right. Oh, before that, there's a boom mic in the reflection of the cop's glasses. <laughs> and then they jump into the car. They drive off and the cops chase after them. And okay, this is where like the cop cars like, crashing into each other. This is where this scene happens. But like they run out of interesting ways to shoot it. So after a while, you're just watching cars launching into each other, and it's yeah. just not fun or interesting. Yeah. And everyone in the cars are okay because yeah. well, that's they'll a gag just climb the first one, I guess so, but it was it's, really it's lame. It's done to less. It's not. It's almost like you've seen it before, and it's less impressive. Yeah, no kidding. So then it's introduced to me that there's a battle of the bands happening. I wrote down cab is annoyingly positive. And then they arrive at okay. They, <laughs> they arrive in New, in New Orleans at a voodoo witch mansion. Okay. And you know how I know she's a voodoo witch? Not only because they refer to her as a voodoo witch, but she literally just zaps into existence on a chair. And I'm like, look, up until now, I, there's been ridiculous things that have happened, sure, but they could have been in people's imaginations. They could, could have, have been personifications. This is where it 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 reaches bottom of the barrel of garbage. Oh yeah, and she's introduced as a 130 year old voodoo witch yes. who eats people. Yes, Mighty Mac McGill, John Goodman. <laughs> My, he said he repeats that line verbatim, yeah. incredulously. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I thought, you know, my fucking thoughts exactly, Mighty <laughs> Mighty Mac McGill. <laughs> so the voodoo witch appears, Queen Muset. I'm not gonna call her by her fucking name. <laughs> Voodoo Witch Erica appears. Badu. Yes, she's great, yeah. by the way. At first, I'm like, oh my God, Beyonce's in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I like her. I, honestly, I she, love her outfit. She's, like, she's, she's 90s got, Beyonce. She's got the voodoo, like, uh, bra- uh, 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 what do you call them? Uh, she's got, like, the, uh, what's, like, she's got great hair. I don't it's know. It's like a headdress. It's like, a, well, it's like, it's, yeah, it's just amazing. She's got, uh, honestly, her costume and the entire scene, like, the, 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 the mansion is very well done. Like yeah. I loved the, the set design and everything. I would say the production design of this movie is not the not not the weak part. Not the weak part. Yeah. So she asks them to do uh, Caribbean music, right? Yeah. And he goes into this spiel. He's like, "We do not do Caribbean music." And I'm like, "Good. Look, you appropriated enough black culture. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing Caribbean. There's music. a line somewhere. Yes. <laughs> but then the voodoo witch doctor zaps them. They turn into green glowing zombies uh, and they do a, a Caribbean number. What the fuck is this movie? I, and at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with this. This movie 
is just unrecognizable. It's yeah. just, you know what? They just look like the Blues Brothers. One and of them, they, one of them's named Elwood. They reference another movie, but this is just not a Blues. Not Brothers even film. the same universe. No, I just need, I need to judge this movie on its own merits. And so far, I gotta say, I'm loving the set design in this scene. Right. Uh, uh, Dr. John just sang a uh, fucking uh, season of the witch. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm okay the, with this. Uh, I think th- we haven't mentioned it so far. The interstitial music yeah. in this movie. Yeah. 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 Fucking great. Yes. 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 Great. Like the scenes where they're just like driving, like, Oh, there's a shot of Chicago. Mm-hmm. They play like the best fucking interstitial music. So that happened. They turned into zombies. They're dancing. They're dancing. And here's the other thing. This was supposed to be like, are they singing? They are singing. Okay. Yeah. And here's the thing. This was supposed to be like an audition for the Battle of the Bands, but they're clearly under control of the lady. So how is this a fair audition at all? Oh, it doesn't matter. If that's the one thing you're getting picky about this <laughs> yeah. movie. Come on now. Good Plot point. holes. Good point. Good point. <laughs> so I wrote down the kid is a really good dancer. And so then the voodoo priestess is like, all right, you're good. And she disappears. And then the band's like, hey, Blues Brothers, we got in. And now they're stone for some reason. Yeah. In blackface. In blackface. <laughs> and then they fall over. They're not really in blackface. Oh, okay. just, they just have like gray skin. They're bla- oh, it's okay. really. And they, all fa- they fall over. And the band does what, I'm, what might be the most unrealistic thing in the whole film. They just accept it. They're yeah. just like, oh, no. right, they're stone. They're oh, like, they, oh, boy, this is rough. They could be dead forever. <laughs> oh, I uh, thought you meant they just got high. No, 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 no. <laughs> no they're actually stone. If they were stone. high, oh, they no, were high it would be funnier. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, there is one uh, person that you left out, though. Uh, her assistant, her I guess? assistant, the French assistant who plays him again, Paul that Schaefer, Paul Schaefer. Yeah. At is, first I did not recognize Paul Schaefer. You thought it was Stanley Tucci, didn't you? I hoped it was. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think this was, this was really before Stanley Tucci came on the scene, <laughs> yeah. but it's, uh, uh, when he took the world by storm, yeah. uh, Paul Schaefer, who actually, by the Tucci. <laughs> who's best known as uh David Letterman's band leader. Yes. And he was also the band leader. Uh, for the Blues Brothers when they were an SNL skit. He also apparently wrote a lot of the music for this. He he picked it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's rocking the fucking, like, he's... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, he's amazing. Um, So, yeah, he's in the scene. And then we just cut. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The Louisiana Gator Boys. Nothing matters. Louisiana Gator Boys. That's the the only other band. The only other band in the movie. And here's what really upsets me other than everything else. This is like the greatest collection of musicians. Oh Sam, my god! If you want to just go, it's Eric Clapton. I have a list. Isaac Hayes because I literally could. Doctor John. So many. Uh, wow. uh, uh, who else? There's a bunch of other people. I'm I'm totally forgetting. I'll, um, I'll read the list. Uh, an, a, an insane amount of musical talent is on stage yeah. right now in Blues Brothers Two Fucking Thousand. Like this does not. This shouldn't happen. Well, no, because yeah. they they're. Look, there's never been another sequel. So they're like, we got one chance to milk these people because True, the first one was clearly. great. We, we and got, now we got Bo Diddley on stage. Yeah. We got fucking uh, Paul Schaefer again. Is Paul Schaefer. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Vaughn. We got Willie Weeks. We got Steve Winwood. <sighs> Valerie. Great. Song. She's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Steve, Steve Winwood actually is on the keyboards and it, they, they don't sound good. But no. he's actually he's actually pretty good. Travis <sighs> Tritt. Yeah. Man. It's just an amazing yeah. band. An amazing list of people. As I've said before, like all these other people. Amazing. And they play a really okay song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad. And um then the Blues Brothers come back to life because it's now their turn to perform and they do and it's not as good because you couldn't possibly beat that yeah, band. No. It's also the like half as long as the Louisiana Gator Boy song. And they lose. The Blues Brothers lose. 
the Battle of the Bands. Oh. Good, because they should. <laughs> so they lose. And then... I'm sure this part made no fucking sense to you. The Russians show up. Oh, no. And the white pe- power people show up, including the guy who had the thing land on him and he exploded. He's there, too. Is he burned up? No, no. he's perfectly fine. Yeah, Daryl Hammond is there. Honestly, like he does a decent job. Shut up. He should be dead. But he's he's funny. He's a white. They start shooting up in the room and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? The voodoo preachers turns them into rats. He she turns <gasps> them into rats and everyone in the crowd is just like, that's normal. And they go back to like, well, that was weird, wasn't it? And boy, like, boy, these drugs I'm on sure are kicking in. And then the police show up. And honestly, this is the part that makes this movie unwatchable to me. The police show up, the lady police officer, everyone else is there. And they look at Cab uh, Cable on stage. On stage play. And yeah. Cab is like, look, man, I'm part of the band now. And the lady's like, okay and she holsters her gun and everything's okay and that's it <laughs> and then elwood turns to the lead singer of the the gator boys bb king bb king is that bb king the guitarist yeah that yeah i yeah, was bb king and he goes hey you want to jam and they're like sure and they just start playing <laughs> and it's almost like nothing play, that happened before was they, of any consequence they play a, another like they play a good song they're a good song and the, but the thing about it is it feels like it's a music video yeah it, does. it doesn't feel like it should be a part of a movie no it, it feels like the credits should already be rolling they aren't yeah. because then the fbi show up looking oh, for yeah. buster and the the penguin is there and all of a sudden it's like oh shit this is an issue so elwood and the kid uh run backstage and uh Oh God! So um, still going. It's almost done. So they're in trouble again, and Cab's like, "Hey, even though I'm a police officer, there's nothing I can do to help you out here." And so their solution is to have the kid kidnap Elwood. So Elwood and the kid <laughs> put seatbelts on in the car, and they drive off. And the cop cars are chasing them, and then the credits roll, and, and then I the said, credits are done. God. The credits are done, and then there's a three minute deleted scene where James Brown is asking for a lady not to leave. And then the movie ends. See, I thought that was more of a take on like, oh, the audience in the theater, what little there probably was. <laughs> like, don't go, don't go. Because the lyrics are like, baby, don't leave or whatever. Doesn't matter. It's terrible. This movie's fucking awful. Yeah. I, I really did not enjoy Dan Aykroyd's Masturbation 2000. Because that's basically what this was. It was his like wet we're like, dream. We're like Blue Balls 2000. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what the audience got. Yeah, that's what I got. Because they just had to watch this. They're Fuck. like, where's my turn? Fuck this movie. This one is, I think, yeah. it, it's definitely one of the worst movies we've seen for the podcast. And imagine, imagine, like, be, imagine oh. yourself. You're, you're a picture a, yourself in you're a, a, on a 12 river. year old kid, right? Yeah. You, you find out there's a sequel <laughs> to the to one of your the best favorite movies. movie. Yeah. Yeah. To the movie that you love. Yeah. 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 And you know how it happened for me? I was flipping through the channels, right? Uh-huh. It was, I had direct TV or whatever, so I could see what was playing. Uh, I I saw this movie was on at like two in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was summertime, so I didn't have to like, go to bed. Uh, so I say, you know what? I'll never have another chance to watch this, or at least that's how I thought. Because I didn't <laughs> guess I didn't go to Blockbuster. <laughs> you weren't rich so enough I was to like, go to Blockbuster. I have to stay up and I have to watch this movie. I hadn't heard a thing about it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was so fucking crushed. <laughs> this this was like this was like like. Like you grow up without a father, <laughs> like you gr- you grow up without a father. You find out within the span of like an hour, hey, your dad is here, 
and he fucking sucks. <laughs> I was, you know that, you know that scene in uh, Fresh Prince. Yeah. Why that, doesn't he love me? That was me. <laughs> I was like, it was about why? The why is this movie? Why so is that fucking hate horrible? Me? Why does he hate me? Why, do you make why this? is this movie so unfunny? You know, here's the thing. Yeah, is you really hated this one? I really. I really. was just more like ambivalent. You don't know, but I think yeah. that's the thing is I don't love the Booze Brothers as much as you guys did. I think it's a fine movie. Yeah, and it's enjoyable. Yeah, but I don't have this like reverence that you guys do. So for me, I'm just like, oh, it's a <laughs> shitty sequel. Look, it's not. I think people who hate the Blues Brothers can look at this movie and like be like, "This." is Oh no, awful. it's a shit movie. Yeah. But I don't think it's like you said it was one of the worst shit on podcast. Oh, Mike, let's go, let's go, Mike. We got to go back through some podcast listings. I'm not say, saying it's the worst, but it is really fucking it's, bad. It's on the. It's definitely on like, the lower tier. The main crux of the conflict shows up at the end of the movie, and nothing happens. Yeah, like there's true. no, there's no actual conflict. Yeah. That is upsetting. Also, the, for a two-hour-long movie, yeah. the tonal shift. Oh my god! From the first half to the second half—that's what I wanted to bring up too—is mind blowing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the same movie. No, because the first half of the movie is just unfunny. Like nothing, nothing like, happens. Nothing really boring. happens. Just, yeah, just, you yeah. meet a lot of characters, and they're never really explained because I think it's assumed that you know who they are from yeah. the first movie. Yeah. Uh, and and it's just sort of boring, <laughs> and literally the scene where Mike's pick Mike picks up where the where they they Dan Aykroyd yeah. working his literal, literal magic yeah let's fucking put this car underwater yeah yeah and pick up a, a boat and then the boat launches in the air yeah. somehow and lands on a white power member who yeah. shows up later in the movie that's where the movie just goes well yeah because off say, the rails that, in a bad way that part where they go underwater. Felt so out of left field for yeah. me. It was yeah. like this doesn't make any sense. For so far, the movie's been pretty like grounded. And that's what that I want to bring up thing. too, as we're winding this podcast down, is like I am completely aware that the first movie is not a grounded masterpiece of like re- reality or anything. Right. That ending is ridiculous and insane. But that's the point. It's at the end. It is building to this insanity. Oh, yeah. And it still feels way more real than a fucking voodoo priest is showing up and appearing in a chair and then turning the Blues Brothers into zombies. Like, the fact that these two movies are supposed to occupy the same universe is insane to me. Yeah. And the fact that they're both written and made by the same people blows me away. Cocaine, man. It's a hell of a drug and clearly it makes better films. (laughs) It kills people, too. Well, also, also an editor. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah that's also okay. probably help someone to be like hey stop hey uh uh while you're coked up over there i'm gonna you know make some changes to <laughs> and it just it just goes to like um the the first movie you know it's it's paced well i thought honestly the biggest um the where this where i knew that this <laughs> this movie was going to be bad the first fucking scene the first the first scene of the original is it's well paced. Oh, yeah. It sets it up nicely. There's a lot of tense. There's a good, it's um, John Belushi singing She Caught the Katie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, that's, that's, that's well done. You know, it's a lot of establishing shots. Okay, uh, Joliet Jake Blues is in prison. Uh, he finds his brother outside. Great reveal. Mm-hmm. And then the, you know, the music kicks in and it's just a great, great reveal. The movie starts, you know, that right. it's all a scene that unfolds. Maybe one to two minutes. It's slow, but it's kind of an opening credits thing. Right. This movie, I feel like the opening scene. It's whereas just him standing it, there. It, it set the tone in the same way that the first scene of the first movie did. Yeah. But the tone of this first scene 
was fucking horrible. <laughs> was drawn Get ready out for this trash that makes it really long, yeah. boring, and we forgot to write jokes. Yeah, yeah, and there are no fucking jokes. Now, before we end the podcast, I want to say one thing. You've been getting the opening of the original wrong the entire podcast. Jake is not in prison in the first film. Jake picks up. No wait, Elwood is the guy that picks no. up Jake. Yeah. You've been saying that Jake was in prison. Wait. Oh, shit. I've been getting it wrong. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a question Sam on his knowledge? Yeah, I, question me. I had to Google it because, yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure Elle was the one that picks Jake up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, so you've been getting it right the whole time. All yeah, right. I just wanted Vindicated. To make, I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure we did. Because <laughs> we, we don't want to be like, I love the fucking movie. It's the best movie. And the entire time we've gotten the opening wrong. I was thinking of a different movie, actually. <laughs> you know what my favorite movie is? Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hated this film but oh, I, you know what yeah. i'm so glad i was able to talk about it with you and finally know it. yeah no honestly it's a big it's a big weight off my shoulders right because this is a movie i've always wanted to see but i've been very scared been very scared and i hope i hope it didn't make you like the first movie less no not at all and i think what you it made were me appreciate early, it yeah. more it, yeah it made you appreciate it because you watch the first movie and you think oh it's just like car crash or whatever no it isn't you realize it's, it's more, way more than you that. realize that the pacing of that there are the there are a lot of moving parts in that movie that are executed very well. Yeah. This movie had so many fucking moving parts. Oh yeah, like we barely needlessly pointless. We barely touched on the Russian mobsters <laughs> and how like they're supposed to be a threat some too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're supposed to be some big threat, but they're really not. It's all it's awful. The movie's terrible. So this has been Blues Brothers two thousand. <laughs> Thanks, and Sam, I, for hosting the podcast. I, yeah, buddy. I, mean, I hope we can for, come on for, again next week. Thanks yeah. for joining us this week on The Other Half with Sam. <laughs> Sam, do you, want to, do you have anything to plug? Is there anything you want to you plug? Do you have uh, a Twitter account if people want to follow you? So, yeah, I'm Sam Mountjoy. Okay. I have known these guys for a long time. They're some of my best friends. Uh, Actually, they are my best friends. Uh, I don't have many friends. Uh, which, again, makes it hurt that much more. <laughs> It took you this long it's to be on the podcast. It's been this long since I've been on the podcast. Yes, it's, you know. Well, you know what? If you want to bring another movie in, we'd gladly have you. All right. We're watching Ace Ventura Jr. next week. I've already seen it. <laughs> if you guys have any movies that you want to recommend, you can email us at emailtheotherfpodcast.com. You can also get in contact with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, and if you like this episode and want to listen to past ones, is there any episode that you like, Sam, in the past that you want to recommend to people? Putting me on the spot. Ah! I, am. <laughs> I really liked your shame episode. Oh, that was because a good that one. episode or that that movie when I watched it, it blew my mind. Yeah, in bad ways and good ways. <laughs> and I think you touched on that all very accurately in that uh -huh. episode. Well, thank you. That's a very yeah. serious one too. It's not that very funny. scene in the bar. Yeah, man. that scene's a fucking. If you want to listen to that very sad episode, you can go to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. And while you're there, please leave a five star rating and review. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says. Even if it is like Blues Brothers 2000s way better than Blues Brothers. <laughs> wow, that's probably the worst thing you ever made up. I know. And put I on our reviews. Don't ever do that, guys. Because I, I probably won't read that. <laughs> probably won't. I might, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Sam, do you want to say goodnight, everybody, to everybody? Goodnight, everybody. And I'm really looking forward to Blues Brothers 3000. <laughs>